Hello, hello. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This podcast is a place where we normalize and share all things taboo, such as talking about mental health, struggles with anxiety and depression, going through divorce, experiencing grief, navigating adulthood, navigating addiction, getting into AA, and a little bit of everything in between. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. My name's Madison, and thanks for tuning into this episode. Today's episode is titled Stop Self-Sabotaging and Believe in Yourself Already. And so on today's episode, we are going to talk about what is self-sabotage, how does it show up, and how can you stop it from impacting your life? And so I personally have dealt with a lot of self-sabotage, both consciously and unconsciously. And so by unconsciously, I mean there are things that I have done or ways that I've treated people in the past that have resulted in situations. And then I end up in those situations. And then I'm like, how did this happen? And so in therapy, I have done a lot of really just kind of coming to terms with the fact that self-sabotage is a real thing. You can do this both, both consciously and unconsciously. And I personally, in my past, was doing a lot of this unconsciously. And so I would tell my therapist about certain things and she would be like, okay, so let's talk about how, you know, the negative thinking spiral that caused this self-sabotage or the reason behind this self-sabotage. And I didn't even realize I was self-sabotaging. So I really think as everything, the first step is awareness. The first step is realizing that you might be self-sabotaging even if you don't realize it. So let's talk about what is self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is when you do something consciously or subconsciously to stop your success or happiness. This can be personal or professional. That is not a Webster's Dictionary version. That is just whenever I was thinking about what I was going to talk about in this topic, I was looking up just a few different sites, definitions of what really self-sabotage is. And that's really the sum of the definitions that I came up with that really, I think, kind of resonated with me. So let's get into how self-sabotage shows up because I'm sure some of you guys are listening and you're like, yeah, I probably self-sabotage, but like, I don't even really know how it shows up for me. So I'm going to share with you guys ways that it has shown up for me. Biggest way it's shown up for me is through negative self-talk or negative thinking spirals. So for me, this looks like I have an idea or I want to do something and then it's almost like the devil creeps in and is like, nope, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. People will judge me if I do X, Y, Z. What will Susie from down the street think if I do X, Y, Z? Just all these things where you're deciding whether or not you're going to go for something you want to do based on external factors or based on a feeling of not being good enough. So 
maybe because you don't feel good enough, you just decide I'm never going to go after that thing. And so maybe you've had a dream for 20 years, but you don't think that you're good enough to go after that dream. So you've just been sucking it up in the day to day that you're not super thrilled with because you don't think that you can do it or you can bring your dreams to life. And I think a lot of times that's how it manifests. So another way that self-sabotage shows up is self-sabotage will make you second guess yourself and cause you not to go for it. And I'm going to be honest, I self-sabotaged with this podcast for a long time. So I wanted to start this podcast probably for a year before I actually started it. And you want to know why I didn't start it? Because literally I was worried. So whenever I started this podcast to back up a little bit. I originally started it solely to talk about mental health. And then obviously now we dabble in talking about addiction and faith and all these areas and really just kind of full circle life. However, my original, like I want to start a mental health podcast. I had all these negative thoughts of what will people think? What will people think if you share about how you struggled with anxiety or depression and, you know, all these different things where in reality, it doesn't matter because nobody is really as concerned about what you're up to or what sort of dreams you're chasing as you think they are. So for me, I really second guessed myself when it came to starting this podcast, mostly because I was worried about what if it's not good enough? What about what other people think? And then I think another common trap of self-sabotage that I personally found myself in was the perfectionism trap. And so this is, you won't start a project until it's perfect, or maybe I wanted to do this podcast, but I just couldn't record the perfect episode. So I just never released one, but I've recorded 72 podcast episodes. That's what some of those things can look like. And guess what? Whenever I started this podcast, literally I go back to some of the beginning episodes and I listen and I cringe because I have learned so much and I still have so much to learn when it comes to podcasting and storytelling and all these different things. But for me, there was this big barrier of it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be good enough. There are so many people out there that already have great podcasts. Who am I just to come alongside Rachel Hollis or AGU or Joyce Meyer or all of these really successful female podcasters that I listen to and that I follow. And so I think a lot of times that this concept of perfectionism or wanting things to be perfect can also hold us back and cause us to self-sabotage. But I also think on the flip side, self-sabotage can show up as procrastination. So this is when you have something really difficult you need to do, but you know it's going to make a big impact and you procrastinate doing that thing because you don't want to give in to the hard work or the few minutes of pain it's going to take you to get through whatever that thing is. And so instead you just keep pushing it off and pushing it down. And then maybe eventually you never do that thing. And maybe you just never did it because you were just procrastinating because you wanted it to be perfect and you didn't know where to start and you didn't know, you know, just how to do it. And my advice there is always just start. And it's taken me a lot of time and energy to figure out how to record this podcast, how to put clips together, how to post on multiple platforms, but literally I just went for it. I'm literally over here Googling like how to start a podcast and that's literally how I started out was just 
trying to figure out how to do different things that I was interested in and really then just giving them a shot. And I really think that if you are procrastinating something that you are dreaming of doing, go ahead and go for it and at least take the first step. And if you take the first step and you decide, oop, turns out I didn't want to do that, that's perfectly fine. But you might take the first step and realize that it's actually your calling and actually something you'd love to do. So I really think that self-sabotage can show up as perfectionism, as procrastination, and eventually causes you to believe that you can't do it, so you don't even try. Thus, the self-sabotage. So let's talk about how you can stop self-sabotage from impacting your life. Number one thing, I always talk about faith. So if you have faith, then you have this innate level of self-worth where you know that you have a purpose, you have a calling, and you have things that you're supposed to do regardless of what other people think. And so I really think by having faith, that helps so much in the process of stopping you from self-sabotaging. And by that, I mean, you can literally counteract negative thoughts with God's word. So for example, if I'm having a negative thought of, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I tried to do that thing. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I can stop that thought and say, hey, the Bible actually says that we are loved and we are blessed and we are talented. And you can literally counteract these negative thoughts that the devil's putting in your mind with the word of God and know that what's in the Bible is the truth, not these negative thought spirals that you're experiencing. Okay. Another way you can stop self-sabotage from impacting your life, listen to affirmations to retrain your brain and to build self-confidence. So in the link for this, I'm going to include one of my favorite affirmations because I love to listen to affirmations why I'm doing my makeup. So literally I'll be doing my makeup, getting ready in the morning, and I'll just have this affirmation playlist just on in the background and it's super positive. And I'll find myself whenever I end up in these negative thought spirals, actually going back to some of these affirmations that my brain has been trained to learn and trained to pick up on. So an example of this, say I'm at the gym and I'm doing a really, really hard workout and I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this workout. I'm not going to make it to the end. These affirmations that I listen to, they'll pop into my mind and then it'll almost interrupt that thought. And instead, I'll have the affirmation come to me of, I am strong, I am brave, I am resilient. And I'll just repeat that to myself to basically override that negative thought spiral. And that is literally what I do is I just spend time doing affirmations and meditations that literally have allowed me to reprogram my mind. And this didn't happen overnight. I've been doing affirmations and meditations probably for a year or two, but once you do them, you literally can reprogram your mind through affirmations and have other things for your mind to think about yourself rather than these negative thought spirals that you have. So I also think another way you can stop self-sabotage from impacting your life is just to face those things that maybe cause grief or pain or consistently coming up for you. So for me, whenever I first started meditating, sometimes in meditation, I would have negative things come up. And in meditation, I would basically be able to like unpack that negative thing that was coming up and just keep unpacking it down to the root cause. And then I realized that the root cause is something that somebody said to me one time in the seventh grade, and I thought that was a truth about myself. And so because so-and-so said something to me yesterday, I'm triggered back to that seventh grade version of myself where I'm responding in a way where I think that 
this person has, you know, said something or done something against me. And in reality, most of the things that go on, they don't have anything to do with you. It's just people living in their own worlds. So being able to like meditate and sit in what's been holding you back rather than pushing it down or numbing it, I think truly helps because if you just unpack it and are just like curious about it, like, Hey, why do we have these thoughts? Why do I constantly think I'm not good enough or not smart enough? Why does this keep popping up for me and just get down to the root of it? And then you can really attack, you know, the root cause, retrain your brain through affirmations, get really good with mind mindfulness through meditation, connect with your higher power through faith. And I truly truly believe that all of those things will make a difference because all of those things have truly changed my life, my mindset. And I will say I self-sabotage significantly less than I used to. Doesn't mean that I never do. Sometimes I let the negative thoughts win, but for the most part, I'm able to, I've done enough work in therapy and just on my own where I'm getting really good at, Hey, this is a negative thinking spiral. Hey, this is self-sabotage. Hey, this is the voice of the devil creeping in and just being able to say, Nope, those things are not my reality. I will not accept them and just go back to, sometimes I'll just say those affirmations out loud. Sometimes if I have a negative thought spiral, I'm at home by myself. I'll just interrupt those and I'll just say out loud, I am strong. I am brave. I am resilient. And by doing those things, it really almost just interrupts and stops that negative thinking and really allows you instead to just train your brain in a way where it's going to be more positive. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on self-sabotage. P.S. Please stop self-sabotaging. Believe in yourself already and go for it, babe. So I'm going to link in the show notes my favorite affirmations. And I'm also going to link for you guys a web link on how to sell, how to stop self-sabotaging with a few other ideas of things that I didn't talk about. So if you want to read more, I'll link that and give affirmations a try. I bet you it will change your mindset for the better. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and as always, happy healing babes. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please click the follow button to get alerts for new episodes. And please leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps with the show. And of course, if you listen to this and you were like, you know who needs to hear this? My best girly pop, my mom, my sister, whoever please share with a friend and as always happy healing babes.